the Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back to Your Safe Space. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and today on the show, we are having a little bit of a glow up. I have been feeling like I've been in my flop era for quite some time now, and I thought I'm going to bring you guys an episode on how to get through it because I'm sick of it. I want to feel better. And so if you can relate, this episode is for you. Let's waste no time and get straight into it. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Sunday. How are you going? I hope that your weekend is treating you well. I hope you're having a safe and fun one or filling up your cup if you need. I am here to get you out of your flop errors today. (laughs) I've wanted to honestly do this episode for a little while, but before we do get into the juicy part of the show, it is Sunday, which means we like to do what's taking up space. This is my favorite segment because it's a little chance for us to catch up, check in. It's also a chance for you to think about what's taking up space in your life. Think about what is maybe taking up physical space. It could be taking up mental space. Hold some space for it while I go through mine. And then I want you to come into the Facebook group and share it in the weekly post because every single week I do put up a thread where I leave what's taking up space, guys. And I love reading about it and connecting with you guys. So if you haven't, please come and do that so that I can have a little cheeky squeeze at what's going on in your world. What's taking up space for me? I feel like most of us could relate to this because... Where has the time gone? What's taking up space is how much time I don't have (laughs) towards the end of this year. I can't believe that it is four weeks to Christmas Eve. Uh, guys, I am very, very, very stressed just purely because there are so many things I have to do. I've got a live show of this podcast, this very podcast at Beyond the Valley on December 29th. So I am preparing and planning for that. It's my first live show ever. If you guys are going to be on the Valley, amazing. I will see you there. I can't bloody wait, but that's taking up a lot of space. And just the fact that I feel like there's going to be, well, I know, not I feel like there is so many Christmas parties, so many events. I am still saying no to stuff, but there's just not enough time I'm seeing and I'm feeling that. And so, yeah, what I've been doing is just trying to take deep breaths, have a priority list, work realistically, because if there's not enough time in the day, there's not enough time in the day, whatever. But yeah, I'm definitely feeling this time of year squeezing me tighter and tighter and tighter. And if you are feeling that end of year panic as well, Don't worry. If you are actually feeling end of year burnout, go back and listen to last Sunday's episode because it was a really good one with psychologist Steph and I love that chat. But yeah, there'll be more Christmas end of year planning for 2024 episodes to come. All right, let's get into our main chat. The flop era. What is the flop era, you may ask? And some of you listening are going to be like, Adele, what the fuck are you saying? I even said to one of my hinge dates that I'm in my flop era at the moment. And he was like, what the fuck does that mean? And he doesn't have TikTok. So I said to him, oh, it's like a TikTok thing that I saw and I feel like I'm in it. And he's like, okay, all right, Adele. (laughs) But the flop era, if you are wondering what it is, is basically just feeling like you're in a funk, right? Things are not going your way. Things are not quite right. Sometimes we might have a reason. Sometimes we're not quite sure why. Nothing is just going the way that we want it to. According to Urban Dictionary, it's also a period of your life marked by either failure, lack of success, or your inability to function. 
I think it's ironic because the flop era actually started, like the origins of it started way back, didn't actually have anything to do with how you were feeling and how your life was going. But it was actually a slang term in music and pop culture, often when female pop stars released an album or released some songs and their audience considered it as a flop. And so the internet obviously being the internet and TikTok being TikTok, it did what it does. And obviously we have now adopted it and kind of made it our own thing. It's also been trending on TikTok for quite some time. You guys may have seen some audios. There's one that was going around recently, which is like, I'm not slaying right now. I'm just in my flop era. I will come back to slaying soon type of thing. And I'm like, yes, can relate. And for me, I feel like I've been in one, honestly, truthfully, since I got back from overseas. It's probably been worse over the last couple of weeks because I've got some stuff going on, but it really is just about things not working out. It can be either stuff with your family, stuff in dating, work, friends, your relationship. It's when things just feel like they're working against you. The thing is, with a flop era, that's exactly what it is. It's an era. It's not going to last forever, okay? And it's really important that we realize it's not permanent. It will end. We will get the fuck out of it. And I'm going to teach you today how to get out of your flop era. All right. And maybe this episode selfishly is a little bit for me too, to help me get the fuck out of my flop era. The other thing I want to add is for me, I think that it's normal to have a bad day. You're not going to feel amazing all the time. I'm very realistic in my approach with that. And so I don't necessarily tend to call it a flop era unless it's like a prolonged situation. So I usually give it like the two, three week mark. And then I'm like, oh, okay, this is what's happening right now. I know it will end, but it's not just a bad day that I can be like, oh, okay, we can just start fresh tomorrow. It's like lingering. That's my personal definition of it anyway. The other cool thing I thought I would mention is that Your flop era can also be linked to your menstrual cycle as well. And I love that the internet has found a way to link it to this too. Obviously, it doesn't apply to everyone. So if you don't have a regular menstrual cycle, disregard what I'm going to say. But if you do have a regular cycle, you could feel like you're in a flop era in your luteal phase. So I don't know about you guys, but for me, I struggle quite a bit in my luteal phase despite being on the pill. And the luteal phase, for those of you wondering, is the day of ovulation up until the day before you get your period. It's that part of your cycle. And if you are someone who struggles in that phase, you will know. It is tiring. It is exhausting. You feel like trash. Everything is really hard. Honestly, for me, my I call it just like my PMS. It hits me so hard, whether I'm crying about something, whether I'm eating everything, whether I feel like I hate everyone or even hate myself. Sometimes I even feel like I look different. And then in comparison, you then have your follicular phase, which is day one of your period up until you ovulate. And this has a lot to do with all the hormones running around in your body. And obviously I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going into all that detail, but at a high level, your follicular phase is when you're feeling good, your energy's back, you're feeling confident, you're feeling unstoppable. It's just oh, amazing. And I personally noticed this for myself in the gym. I track my training, right? So every single week I fill out my weights, every single week I fill out my four gym sessions and the week before I get my period, the weights are lower because I physically don't have the strength to lift them. Second I get my period, my strength is straight back up. Chuck another 20 kilos on the barbell, I'm good. So I thought it was just important that we mention that part too. 
And so how to know if you're in a flop error? If you think you're in a flop error, you're probably in a flop error, okay? I also want to add, this is quite personal and I've got some signs that I'm gonna share with you, but again, take it with a grain of salt. I'm not a professional. If you need professional help, please check the show notes. There's lots of stuff linked in there for you, but here are my signs that might indicate you're experiencing your very own flop error. The first thing is that there may have been an incident or something that has happened or occurred in your life. Now, this is going to be so personal between us all, but there could be something going on either in your work setting, your relationship, your family, your friends, your finances, whatever it is. And that could then increase your feelings of stress and all of the other signs that I'm going to mention. The second sign is low motivation. So you might just be feeling like you can't be fucked, right? You feel like you have no enthusiasm to do anything. It's also about the things that you would usually enjoy too. So your drive is just non-existent and you just don't want to aim for your goals or stay focused or engage in stuff that you would usually want to engage in. The third sign is that you might be feeling like you are constantly pushing shit uphill, right? (laughs) Because you are experiencing constant setbacks. So it might feel like everything you're doing is just not going to plan. Everything you're doing is a little bit hard. There's lots of friction in areas of your life. And there could also be like a series of setbacks or incidents that you are realizing and thinking, oh, fuck, this is unusual. Like this doesn't usually happen to me. I always say it comes in threes. Like whenever I'm going through it and then something happens, I'm like, all right, it comes in threes. And sure enough, another two things fucking happen. And I still stand by it comes in threes. The next sign is you might be doubting yourself and you might be having your confidence take a hit. You're not feeling your usual self. You might be doubting your abilities. You might be doubting your decisions. You might even just be doubting like who you are. And you might feel like you're having a bit of a crisis, like an identity crisis even. I think when you're in a flop era, the doubt also tends to be heavier and does outweigh when you are usually feeling better and more like yourself. The next sign is that you are not feeling fulfilled. And this is really around the stuff that is going good. So when things are happening that are good or you are achieving something or something good has happened to you, you're not satisfied. You're not fulfilled. And it doesn't bring you that sense of, oh my God, like I'm so happy that this happened. And instead you're kind of just like, whatever, you don't care. The next sign is that you're feeling emotionally low. So I'm talking stress. Maybe you might have heightened levels of anxiety. Maybe you've got feelings of sadness. You might have guilt. You might have shame. All of those like really heavy emotions are coming into play. They could be indicators of you being in a difficult period or time in your life. Isolation or detachment is the next sign and this is when you are just feeling so disconnected and the best way that I can describe it is for me, sometimes I feel like I'm almost having an outer body experience. Like I'm here, right? I'm here. But sometimes I'm like, I'm just watching myself live my life. I know that might sound so bizarre to some people and some of you are going to be like, bitch, are you okay? And I am okay. But sometimes it's just like, I'm not really present. I'm not present in the moment. I'm not present in the day. And sometimes I can tend to maybe withdraw or not do the things that I would usually do or that I would usually enjoy. 
And that can also be a sign of being in the flop era. Now, don't get me wrong. There are many more signs I'm sure that exist. I'm sure you guys also have some signs of your own. If you want to come and share them in the Facebook group and the thread for this podcast episode, please do, because I'm always open to hearing what you guys have. And I also think it can help the other listeners as well. I'm not just going to leave you there. Okay. (laughs) I want to help you get out of the flop era. So I am going to give you my glow up guide, Adele's glow up guide to getting out of your flop era. The first thing you're going to do is accept where you are. Okay. It's fine. It's fine that we're in this flop era. It's fine that we are experiencing this. It's not going to last forever and it's going to be okay. I think if we can accept it and radically accept whatever is happening, whatever we're in, the circumstances, maybe it's the incident, maybe it's just how we're feeling, it can give us some peace. There's nothing wrong with feeling like you're in a flop era. It happens to the best of us. No one is immune to it. And the reason that I want you to accept it is because that is how we shift our perspective on it. So step two is you are going to change how you look at the flop era. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. And I say this because I'm even guilty of it too, but Sometimes I can shame myself or guilt myself or just tell myself, stop, like just feel better. Why are you feeling like this? Like you shouldn't be feeling like this. No, that is so unhelpful. If anything, that's probably going to keep you in the flop era longer. So we need to just let that go. Let the shame go. Let the guilt go because it's not good for any of us. If you are having these feelings come up, what I like to do is when they come up, I just tell them to literally fuck off. It's okay to feel these emotions, but I tell them to politely go away. And as I said at the start, we're not always going to feel great, but we can look at this as a chance to evolve, as a chance to take an opportunity to glow up. And I always think to myself, whenever I'm going through it, this next version of me is going to be even better. And That's kind of one of my core beliefs. I always think, you know, right before magic happens, right before something good happens, I tend to go through it. And if I look back on every single moment in my life when I've been going fucking through it or in a flop era and I didn't know it was a flop era then, I've then come into something beautiful. I've become a different version of me. I've become more resilient. I have been able to just unlock that next level and that next season or chapter of my life. I would even love us to try and get a little bit excited about it because it is a chance to transform and make change. Sometimes the flop era is a clear sign that we need to change something in our life and this is that chance to do that. So how beautiful and how lucky that we have hopefully the power and the chance to do that for ourselves. I also tend to remind myself Whenever in the past I have lost things, people, jobs, whatever it is, it's then made space for better. And I look back on past experiences to realize that it's actually not a bad thing and that helps me switch the perspective too. Tip number three is reinvent yourself. And this is important to do because this is where we unpack and we sit with what is in our control and what is not in our control. There are going to be things that happen to us that are so far out of our control, we have no ability to dictate how it goes. And then there are gonna be other things where we can take control or where we can make changes. And those are the areas I want you to focus on. I also want you to have fun with it, right? Because when you get to look at the choices or changes that you can make, it can be fun, it can be exciting. The way that I would urge you to get clarity here is literally in a journal, sit down, write it out. What is worrying you? What is bothering you? Put pen to paper, get out of your head and look at it objectively. I also believe to some degree that we do have choice over 
the life that we live. Obviously, I understand there's certain privilege and I understand that not everyone is born into success and things like that. So I, I note my privilege there. If we are unhappy in certain areas, there are little ways that we can make some productive change or make steps in the right direction, whether it is changing our friends, whether it is maybe changing our jobs, whether it is changing our environment, things that aren't serving us. So don't be afraid to tap into that reinvention energy and get creative here. I love this part and it's probably a good activity to do at this point in the year as well, but it's a time to like think big, think about your life, think about the things that you really want for yourself and write them down, write, write down your dream life, write down what it looks like. If you weren't feeling in your flop era, what does the perfect or happy version of you look like? What do they have? What do their friends look like? What does their relationship look like? Their career, all of it, write it all down. If you need a little bit more help there, what I love doing is using Pinterest or even using Canva to make vision boards. I did this at the start of the year and I will do it again anyway, more so as an activity just to do before a new year. But I like to kind of get really clear on what I want the future to look like. And nothing is out of reach on these vision boards. Okay. You can go into Pinterest and you can pin all this inspo for your dream life. And I would also recommend looking at people who inspire you in your life or that maybe you follow or that maybe you look up to or even people that you have felt jealous of in the past because there's a common denominator there. There's a theme there with those people where they've obviously got something that you want or they have something that maybe you don't have yet. Keyword, yet. So if you can see it in other people, it's possible for you as well. And so use that to map out your vision or to map out that reinvention for yourself. Tip number four is to be selfish. We are being selfish with our time and our energy if we are in a flop era. You know why? Because we need to pour the energy back into us. Things in our life are energy suckers or energy givers. Let me give you an example. Me scrolling TikTok, doom scrolling TikTok on my phone every night until 1am, energy sucker. Makes me really tired the next day versus me lying in the hammock 3pm on a Sunday afternoon. I've got Franklin on my lap and it's beautiful. The sun is kind of shining, but it's not too hot. Energy giver. So I want you to think about all the things in your life that suck energy out of you, whether it is people, things, circumstances. And I also want you to think about all the areas that give you energy. Again, write a list down. Write down the things that drain you on one side. Write down the things that give you energy on the other. Be super honest with yourself. This is where we get to be very vulnerable. This is where we get to be very clear and see what areas are draining you. This will give you how you can then slowly cut back on those things that drain you and how you increase the things that give you energy. This is also a reminder to water your own garden and to worry about you only, okay? Because what happens is when you compare yourself with everybody else, with what you see on social media, you are letting that drain your energy and you are giving your energy and power away. Don't do that. There's no need to compare. You're running your own race. You're exactly on time and you need to preserve that energy for yourself. Tip number five is we are going to rebuild ourselves. We're doing a couple of things here. The first thing is the basics. And I speak about this so much and I'm talking about sleep. I'm talking about food. I'm talking about hydration. 
These three things are so underrated and I'm guilty as fuck right now because my sleep out the window, my food, not the best, my hydration. I don't even have my water bottle in the studio right now. (laughs) I'm feeling parched and like I could have some water, but it's all right. I want you to make sure you are aiming or trying to get seven or eight hours of sleep a night. The first thing you can do to achieve that is to look at your nighttime schedule. Don't worry about what time you're waking up. I'm not here to tell you to wake up early. No, we're not going to bed at 1 a.m. We're not doom scrolling. We are getting off our phone at a reasonable time and we are going to start prioritizing getting enough hours. Food. I'm talking about not skipping meals. I'm talking about eating foods that nourish you. And the same with enough water. We are made up of water. We need water. When you don't have enough water, life feels very difficult. I also want you to visit your GP. And I've spoken about this many times on the podcast, but low vitamin D and low iron feels very much like a flop error. Both times I thought I was in a flop error. The last two times I had a blood test, it was because I was significantly vitamin D deficient and I was also anemic last year. I needed an iron infusion. So sometimes we do need to go to check out with our doctor if we are all good in the blood test department. I also then want you to look at your mental and emotional area of your life and your physical area of your life. With your mental and emotional area, I really want you to have a way to digest your thoughts, okay? Whether that is going and seeing a therapist, a psychologist, a counselor, maybe it's journaling. If you're doing these activities right now, you're journaling. If you come into the Facebook group every Monday to tell me what's taking up space, you're journaling. (laughs) I want you to even just talk to your friends. To have that mental and emotional release is so important. There's many different ways that you can do it. I'll also add meditation is another way. I want you to have a chance to release it without judgment. No shame, no guilt. We're not doing that. And then for physical, I want you to do an activity to get your blood pumping. Okay. I don't care if it's a walk. I don't care if it's Pilates. I don't care if it's boxing. I don't care if it's kicking a footy at the park. I don't care. It could also be just having sex, right? Get your blood pumping, get the sweat happening. You will start to feel better as well. There is no lie when I tell you I go to the gym, literally for my mental health. If I'm not going to the gym, I'm not feeling good. So I'm there to collect my endorphins after my workout. And there is a reason why you do feel better after you exercise or get that physical activity in. So it's important to prioritize it. Tip number six is to date yourself. And I am the biggest advocate for this, guys, but it is treating yourself like you are the main character. Always. You deserve the best and only the best. And I'm not here saying that you have to be super extravagant. It can just be something as simple as wearing that cute outfit. Maybe you're wanting to try out your new eyeshadow palette. Maybe you're wanting to go on that solo date. Go and do it. Maybe it's just an effort to talk nicer to yourself. I've spoken about having that really harsh inner critic so much on this podcast and our self-talk is so important. Watching how we talk to ourselves, treating ourselves with kindness, treating ourselves with compassion is so important. This is also the time to try new things or to invest in yourself. The other day I was driving down, I think I was on the Ring Road here in Melbourne and I saw a billboard and it said the Titanic exhibit. So when I got home, I looked it up. I love the Titanic, by the way. And there's an exhibit coming to Melbourne Museum in December. I'm going to buy a ticket and I'm going to go by myself because I want to go and enjoy it. And so 
do things that make you happy. I think there's also an element there of having something to look forward to for yourself. I'd love to hear how you guys like to date yourself. I really want you to not neglect this. I think it's so easy to neglect our self-care and I think it's so easy to just say, oh, like it's fine. I don't need it. I don't need it. But I notice a difference when I am looking after myself versus when I'm not. So be disciplined with your self-love or with your self-care and come at yourself from a place with love. Tip number seven is to connect. Now, I know the urge to isolate is so real. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a homebody and I am, I'm going to say an introvert. I love staying home with my dog on the weekends and doing nothing, but it's not always the best thing, okay? It's important that you connect with people. It's important that you have a balance in this area. It is fine to obviously take time out to recover from things if you're going through it. It's fine if you need some isolation, but don't make that a forever thing and don't cut people out or push people away because you're feeling like you're too much or that you don't deserve that. You do deserve connection. We actually need connection. As humans, we are wired for connection and it's so important that we nourish that part of ourselves too. So still see your friends, spend time with family, spend time with loved ones, spend time with your partner. Also, if you're a single person, go on dates. I was really hesitant to go back into the dating pool when I was feeling like shit And I've spoken about dating quite a bit on this podcast, but I have been having such a beautiful experience dating that I'm so glad that I've done it and I will advocate for it. And even though I haven't been feeling my best, it's been nice to have because I've been having lots of fun dates and doing lots of fun activities and it takes me out of my head for a little bit and I get to connect with this person. And so if you're not feeling ready to date, that's fine, but don't be shy and don't be scared to get back out there if you are feeling like you want to. Connection also goes for connecting in nature. I love the ocean. I love the trees. I love getting amongst it. You know that feeling when you put your feet into the sand or when you have like bare feet and you're standing on like dirt or the ground, that grounding feeling, it's so important. So make sure you are making effort to connect with nature as well as connecting with people. And then my last tip is number eight, knowing it will pass, okay? Because it is not going to last forever. There is light at the end of the tunnel. I will come and tell you time after time and time again, it's an error. So it's not forever and you are going to be okay. We're going to get the fuck out of this together. I promise you. Now, I also asked you guys what you do to get out of your flop areas. I put up a question box on the Instagram story. I just want to see if we have any more. I'm going to quickly check. I've typed the main ones I got out, but let me see if we have any more added in. And I'm going to go through them with you now. So the first one is journaling. And let me just tell you, so many of you wrote this. I'm like, yes, you are my people. The second one, we have getting my hair done, either getting a haircut or just a wash and blow dry. And I absolutely love that feeling as well. I think it's up there as one of the best feelings when you leave the hair salon and you're feeling nice and fresh, unmatched. This person loves getting a facial or even just taking a trip to Mecca. The staff always make me feel so welcome. I absolutely love getting a facial, but I swear I don't remember the last time I got one. (laughs) So again, underrated. And maybe I'm going to add that to my list. So thank you to that listener. This person is also someone after my own heart. They said, get a tattoo. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm not going to tell you guys to go and get tattoos, but I can relate. To get me out of a flop era, a tattoo will actually do that. We have someone who loves to fake tan. Another person says, I prioritize my physical activity. Yes, I love to see it. Someone else said, I love getting my brows done, fake tanning, taking myself on a solo date and listening to a good podcast while I'm on a walk. I hope you're listening to this one. And if you're walking right now, I love you. Hello. I love to do a reset. I take an everything shower. I clean my room and rearrange my space and I automatically feel like a new person. I love that feeling too. If I need a little bit of a pick me up, I will grab a bag and I'll start cleaning the bathroom. I'll start cleaning my room and I'm just like, oh, it's a nice little reset and reminder that I'm okay. I've got this. I love hanging out with friends that bring me up and not drag me down. And yes, that goes back to the energy suckers. If you have energy suckers in friendships, cut them off and make space for new ones. Therapy, skincare, comfort foods, and slow exercise, plus talking to my family and friends. This person says long showers, skincare, exercise, and sex. Hell yeah. That can be sex with someone else. It can also be self-pleasure too. I love an everything shower, full glam, dressing up, and going to a fancy dinner. I love an everything shower too. I feel like I always, my favorite, one of my favorite things is just washing my hair, doing an everything shower, and then also having fresh bed sheets and having fresh pajamas. It's not that deep at all, but it just makes me feel so, so good. This person says, I put effort into how I look. I make sure my hair is cute, lashes, new clothes, whatever makes me feel good in my appearance. And I am all for that. I think that goes back to dating yourself as well. When you look good, you feel good. Even for me, I notice because I work for myself and I work from home on the days where I just stay in my active wear and I don't shower and I get ready for work. I just feel a little bit like about myself, but the days that I put on makeup and I put on my jewelry and I put on a cute fit. I'm like, yeah, I am that girl. So there is something there that I definitely think works. I love surrounding myself with people who give me positive energy. We're here for that. Retail therapy. Mm, I love a bit of retail therapy. I am actually going to go do some straight after this podcast recording. New habits and new meals. I definitely think changing up your habits and meals can also be super helpful too. And our last recommendation from you guys, I got so many, thank you. I wanted to read them all out, but I just tried to pick the top ones is to take a day to be alone and spend time in nature. And I think that's super helpful as well. Oh, guys, I hope that I've given you some helpful tips there. I hope that if you are feeling like you're in your flop era right now, I've given you a little bit of hope. We are going through it together. I promise you come and join the Facebook group and also come join the Instagram page because I will put some stuff up there where you can share your feedback and also share some extra stuff about how you're getting through it too. Now, the end of the show is our PS, our little sign off, our little recommendation, our postscript. And my PS this week is very sugary. It is Love Island, Australia. And let me tell you, when I say I have been hooked, I am hooked. I have been watching this show every single night. It's on quite late, just on my, I don't know what channel it's on, nine. They usually put it on like 8.30 to 9.30, sometimes 9.30. I'm like, fuck my sleep schedule, but I am hooked and I like it. I'll tell you why I like it because I don't have to think while I'm watching it and it keeps me off my phone. If I'm watching it, I'm not scrolling And so my screen time has gone down on my phone. Obviously, when I'm watching the TV, I'm still watching a screen. I'm not an idiot. I know that. But it's just nice. I don't have to think. I can check out a little bit. And I've noticed that usually if I do that and I go straight to bed, I just fall asleep. Whereas if I scroll on TikTok, I struggle to really unwind and I struggle to really calm down. So 
Is it the fact that my brain's not thinking? Probably. I don't know if you guys are watching it. If you are and you want to start a thread in the Facebook group, come and chat about it with me because no one in my life is really watching it at the moment and I want to talk to someone about it. I'm going to wrap the show here. Thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you love this episode. You could share it with somebody that you love. I would also love if you could share it on your Instagram stories because that helps me so much. This podcast exists because of you and the bigger we grow it, the better we can make it. So please share the love. Please give us five stars on Spotify. Give us a rating on Apple. Also, come and join the Facebook group, the Instagram, the TikTok. And yeah, I love you guys. All right, take care of yourselves. If you're going through it right now, hold on. It's going to be okay. I've got you. We are going to get through this. Don't give up. All right. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land, hosted by me, Adele Marie. Your safe space is a part of the Amplify podcast network.